My name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Welcome to today's training. Now, if you have followed me for any time at all, you have heard me say, customer service is dead. Today, it's Platinum Touch. And Platinum Touch is defined by creating an experience that creates loyal fans. And it's not really that hard. We just don't do it consistently, or maybe we don't have it written into our company culture and core values. But smart businesses recognize that each customer is unique and valuable, that how they are treated affects how profitable you are, and that going beyond what's expected is incredibly satisfying both for you and your customer. Now, why is customer service dead today? The reason it is, is because of one word, Google. So today, where word of mouth back in the day when I was a kid, because I'm 47 years old, so when I was a kid, word of mouth was actually uh, words that came from actual humans' mouths to one another, saying, hey, go to this butcher down the street, he's great, he's so nice, he's so friendly, or uh, don't go to that one, last time I was there, he was rude, and so word of mouth was li like a literal situation, and those, you know, 20 friends uh, can make or break a business, because once you told 15 to 20 people to go here or not to go there, and then they told their friends, guess what? You could literally um, cause a business to be highly profitable or uh, run a business by word of mouth. Well, think about Google as word of mouth on steroids. Everybody Googles people. In fact, I think it's a verb now in the dictionary. So because of that, if you want to get great Google reviews, but also stand out among all of your competitors, you've got to offer Platinum Touch. Now, what I'm going to teach you today are the basics. I recently did this training for one of my um, clients and their staff. But these basics of customer service are things that if you do, all eight of them, you will delight your customers and go into the Platinum Touch. But even though I say customer service is dead, I still want to define it because, you know, the phrase platinum touch is not yet a culture word. So cu uh, customer service. There is this educator named Chris Croft. He has a wonderful British accent. And I recently watched um, some training by him and it blew my perspective, something that he said. He said that a customer... Uh, or that customer service is how customers grade you. Because most people assume that you know what you're doing. And I never thought about it that way. So he said that when customers receive exceptional service, you don't just earn their business, you earn their loyalty. And uh, it makes sense though. So uh, one of my clients is an insurance agent agency. And when I go into their office, I expect them to know how to write my policy. I also expect them to give me options based on my specific insurance needs and my budget. But I also expect them to treat me well. And if they don't, I will go somewhere else. And you know, it's amazing. Just in the last couple weeks, I've had two clients. Uh, and then I've also had this experience where either they don't return your phone calls, they don't return your text messages, you know, the businesses don't, or you call a business, 
that says they're open and they don't answer their phone. I don't care how busy you are, answer the dang phone. In fact, I really, really was thinking about switching to a different business when I had called one this past week and they didn't answer their phone. I even left a message. Here we are. That was Monday. By Friday, I'm still waiting to hear. And so the message that sends is, well, you really don't care if I'm a customer. The only reason I decided to give them a second chance is I really, really liked the girl that helped me and my husband the first time. And so because I liked her, I was willing to give them a second chance. And that just shows you and what I, you know, teach my clients is that research shows that if people like you, they will do business with you even if your product is inferior. But if I don't know you, if I don't like you, and if I don't trust you, and I'm not treated well, guess what? I'm going to go somewhere else. So, um, you know, you may think, well, that's weird. I mean, what does like have to do with anything? Well, the brain looks for two things immediately, trust and competency. Can I trust this person? Am I safe? And then the second question is, is this person able to do is more important because it's tied to survival. So trust is sparked by a genuine smile, kindness, and being seen and heard. So that's why of the two, if the brain feels like it can trust the person, then it will do business with them. And that's where trust and light come together. Okay, so then I want to go into the difference between what I'm going to talk about here, and that's basics versus platinum touch. So basics in customer service are all the expected things that if not done will make your customer unhappy. Platinum touch are the unexpected things you do that will delight your customer. Again, if you do all the basics well, you will delight your customer because no one does all the basics well. In fact, most business, businesses spend more time thinking about product, the offered services, advertising, new features, or website, etc. So here are the eight basics or the AKA, the expected. Number one, importance. You need to make your customers feel important by acknowledging them and not making them wait long. And what I tell my clients is, especially, you know, service industries where sometimes you may go in there and you're going to have to wait a little bit. Uh, I will tell them, acknowledge them. Let them know you'll be just a few seconds or a few minutes because you're finishing up the last customer. If they look impatient, if they look like that irritates them, so you know what, come on over. Let me get you taken care of. And you're going to have to read the body language. You're going to have to look at the expressions, but you can gauge. So if someone's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I got, you know, I got time. Then you can finish up your previous customer's work. If they look impatient and irritated and they say something like, you know, I'm here on my lunch break, get them right over there. But the main thing is acknowledge them. Number two is eye contact and a smile. People expect you to smile at them. And it's a sign of friendliness. In fact, uh, a genuine smile is the number one message or signal to your customer's brain that you're safe. And it's amazing how many people don't smile. So if you're one of those C personalities, very analytical, task-focused, uh, logical, and emotional, etc., you need to smile. So eye contact is also tied to this um, because, you know, again, eye contact and a smile, you're not hiding anything. It, you know, you're 
trusted, but eye contact is also tied to number one and that by looking them in the eye, you're acknowledging them. Number three are names. Get them correct and use them. So your customer's name is the most important word to them. It's what sets them apart from everybody else and makes them unique. So you want to make sure that you use names. Number four, be easy to reach. And it's kind of like what I was talking about earlier. Answer the phone within two to three rings. Um, that is so important. And I don't know why more businesses don't do that. And I don't see how in this world of Google, people think that's okay because you can immediately um, find their competitor by doing a quick search. So answer the phone in two to three rings. And then also in your email signature, have your contact information, your phone number and your email, your LinkedIn uh, profile, or maybe, you know, professional Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But uh, be prompt in returning phone calls. And let's say that I'm with a client and I can't get to the phone when maybe another person or a client calls. I will, sh you know, shoot them a quick text and say, uh, I'll call you as soon as I'm done with this appointment uh, if I feel comfortable. Because sometimes when I'm with a, another client, um, just me looking and deciding not to answer the phone makes them feel very important and special. So based on their personality, I won't even answer it. I'll just look and set it to the side. But if it's another client, I'll say, I'm so sorry. I've been waiting for this call. Let me shoot them a quick text. I will call them as soon as we're done. And that way they know, I'm so sorry, but this is important. You're important. Let me get them taken care of so I can focus on you. So either way, that's fine. But as soon as you're done, you need to call. Number five, keep your promises. This is tied into number four, but call back when promised. Get that info when you promised. And then number six is inform. So you need to keep customers informed, even if it's bad news or no news. No one, I repeat, no one likes to be ignored or forgotten, especially if you're a business to business business. So most business owners are deep personalities, by the way, on the disc scale, and being ignored is a definite trigger. So even if I don't have information, I'll call and let them know, hey, I haven't found out anything yet, I'm waiting, or I'll email them or text them if they prefer that. But I do keep my customers informed, and I try to be as specific as possible, and even give time frames if I can. Number seven, clean. A clean, well-kept environment, both inside and outside, sparks confidence. And you would think that as a business owner, everybody would know this, but I am still shocked at how many business owners do not dress appropriately, don't wash their hair, and don't have clean fingernails. Now, if you're a mechanic, yeah, sure, your fingernails can look like you're a mechanic, but everything else needs to look professional. And uh, I remember years ago, I was over in a city um, not far away, and I was getting my car serviced. And after I got done, they gave me a free uh, gift card or a little certificate to go and get my car washed. And uh, so I shoot over there and I was not pleased from the start. I'm, you know, sitting in line. I'm looking around. It's not kept up very well. It's dirty. Uh, the person that was, you know, kind of putting some pre-wash on there didn't even smile or acknowledge me. Just looked like basically is collecting a paycheck and hated his life. And uh, there's just like a lack of days attitude, like, oh, I'll just kind of lift this up a little bit and, you know, maybe get a little bit of the front of her car where the bugs are. And there was just trash everywhere. And I decided, even if I get another gift certificate, I will never go there again. And uh, so, I mean, from the time your customer steps out of their vehicle all the way through the entire interaction, 
your building, uh, your desk, everything with you, it should be clean. Now, of course, your desk may at times have a lot of work on it. That's no big deal. But it shouldn't be dirty, I guess. Yeah, you can be busy, but not dirty. And then number eight is adapt. Again, if your customer prefers text, text. Do they like lots of detail or very little? Observe and take note of, the, of those things and then adapt to them. So if you think about it, all of these are really how you want to be treated when you do business with someone. It's simply intentionally following the golden rule. We have all been treated like a number or treated like we didn't matter at a place of business and none of us liked it. And so we just want to make sure that when you're interacting with your customers, that you are treating them how you want to be treated. And I really recommend strongly that you get this culture built into your staff, into your team. Use these things and take them through the training because I think today, uh, you know, well, I will just tell you where I am coming from as far as a business to business. So when I go into places where I see the customers are unhappy, I immediately blame management. No joke. Because... If management's doing their job well, the customers will, or the uh, staff, they will be healthy. So a good management team is crucial, but you can have a good management team and still lack good training. And I recommend training your staff in customer service and Platinum Touch uh, fundamentals and basics and uh, even advanced things that will just take the experience your customer has way over the top. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?